Then yeah, I've heard of this shit. Well, it's not World War One. Uh, then I have not. Look it up. Wow. That Russian movie where it's... Anastasia. That terrifies me. Welcome to Can We Talk About, a weekly podcast where we dive into discussions on varying topics and find ourselves in different waters than where we started. I'm Cat Eater. My co-host is Johnny Five. Today we discuss a war, another war, and Ozzy Osbourne snorting ants. You can email us at cwtabout at gmail.com and we hope you enjoy the show. Also, please be warned, there will be an abrupt audio change at about 50 minutes in due to having to use our backup audio. Alright, so uh, today we're going to discuss not Catherine the Great. So Catherine the Great was not Peter the Great's wife. It's a different Catherine and Peter. Of course. Yeah. Of course it had to be a different person. Yeah, both names copied later. So good. Not confusing at all. <laughs> so sorry for the mix up there. That's all right. I'm still excited. This this shit is just fantastic. I've still got a couple good stories in here, I think. So it'll be good. So Catherine I was named successor to Peter the Great. She was mainly a shill uh, for the government and the people in control because her interests were to continue the reconstruction of the political hierarchy that Theodore III had done when he burned the uh, pedigree books. Right. And people were placed into power by merit instead. So the new men um, wanted to keep her in control. New men. Like, just shills? Just shills. <laughs> Other shills. She's shills of shills. <laughs> no, so the new men were commoners that had come into a great deal of power because of the reconstruction of how the politics worked. There were like regular commoners that had nothing that now had a bunch of power and wealth and they wanted to keep it that way. Right. And so they were cool with her taking control because she was interested in keeping things the same there so they could keep their power. So just basically people that were in the best interests. Like yeah, same... for themselves. And I guess kind of for the people too because yeah. they're actually representing some of Russia that way. Right. Which is nice. Catherine was first a servant before she was ever royalty. Wait. So, like, what, what? She was a servant? Yeah. So, she she was actually born Marta, and her parents had nothing. They didn't really own any land. Her dad didn't do much. And they died of the plague in 1689-ish. And then her aunt took her and gave her to a pastor. And he was, fun note, the pastor that, that took her... Uh, was the first to translate the Bible to Latvian. Yay! Right? Cool stuff. Hell yeah, that's good. Yeah, so she was either a scullery maid or a washerwoman for him. And then she was too pretty, so the pastor's wife, who was concerned that she was going to tempt her son, God. sent her off to wed a Swedish dragoon, which is like m- mounted infantry. So in Sweden, a dragoon is a status-like captain or something like that. Okay. Yeah. God, what a dick. Dude, yeah. So, Mountain Infantry, who she was with for eight days before the Swedes withdrew from the town that they had been occupying, that they were in, and she was left there. And then the pastor was like, well, I'm going to offer to be a translator for the Russians. And they took him and her to Moscow, where she worked in Peter the Great's best friend's household. He met her there in 1703. And then she bore him a son in 1704. Fuck yeah, okay. Yeah. And then in 1705, she converted to Russian Orthodoxy and became Catherine. That's fucking cool. Yeah. How did she save lives? So they secretly got married first. And then after she saved the lives of an entire like military company and everything. Yeah. 
they got married publicly and she became Tsarina. So when she saved the lives, Peter would go on war trips with the army. He didn't just like send people out to do it. He did the work. Yeah. And so he would go uh, on war trips with the army and she would accompany him. She'd go with him. And they were surrounded by a bunch of Turkish troops and about to surrender and hopefully make it out. Probably not. Yeah. And Catherine was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't we take all of my jewels and all the jewels of the other women here and offer it as a bribe to the Grand Vizier, which is like the general yeah. for Turkish people. That's still dope. And he took it and allowed them to retreat. And he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so here's my money. All right. Right. So real quick, you also mentioned that she changed her name. Yes. And that was based off of the little orthodoxy thing that you mentioned, like yes. switching faith and all that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So she was originally Marta, but she turned into Catherine when she converted to orthodoxy. And she converted to orthodoxy so that they could get married, but it was still secret because she's not like a royal or anything like that. It's like, you're marrying what? Ooh. You know? So, so it's like a... got married, but after she read rescued everybody's lives he was like no you deserve this it's like that one movie that i didn't really watch gosh darn it that is so sad the what one movie? where it's the we might have already mentioned it now i think about it that russian movie where it's, anastasia thank you oh really yes that's the wow. one i was thinking of <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I literally, all I said was Russian movie, and that was what got you there. That's good. It's fucked up. I don't think they think that movie's actually Russian. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> Let's not forget this. Rasputin was like wild fucking wizard in that thing. I mean, he might have been a wild wizard in real life. Yeah, dude. He's a homeless dude that just got a lot of stuff. He was dope. So. <laughs> I can't wait to get to him. We're going to veer a little just because he deserves it. He needs a little bit. Yeah. So during Peter's reign, after um, they get married and all of that, the Russian Tsardom did in fact become an empire. So at this point, we're kind of talking about emperors and empresses and dukes and duchesses, but they still hold the stylistic title of Tsar and Tsarina. Okay. But some of them will identify as empress. So... If that gets confusing for anybody that's listening or for you that knows that those are two completely different things, that's why. They're at the size and power now where they identify as an empire, but because right. their roots are with czars, they often stick with that name title. Well, I so, like that. The traditionalist. Right. Right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. She ends up taking power, right? Because he dies at some point and then she's his wife and she's named successor. Yeah. She only got to reign two years. Uh, she died of an abscess of the lungs. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. But before she died, she recognized Peter II. All right. Peter the Great's grandson as her successor. But he's also the last male, like, directly descended Romanov. Oh, shit. Okay. Right. Like, without any skippage or half relation or anything like that. And he is the last one that has, like, straight lineage. So he needs to fuck. He needs to make babies. Yeah. Catherine and Peter had 12 kids. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> he got right on it. Only two made it to adulthood. Oh, well, uh, it's and the that's, that's not so. Peter II. Peter the Great and Catherine the First. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They had 12. Only two made it to adulthood. Damn. That so, is so depressing. I know. The rate at which you're actually going to get to see your kids be grown-ups is just, like, awful. Yeah. Do they, like, to survive, are they just like, well, there goes another one? Or do they mourn them the way we would now? 
it's it's not the same as what we did. I, I would listen to... For anybody that's listening right now, just listen to the Factually Podcast. They cover all this kind of shit. But one of the things that they mentioned at one time was how much improvement we've gotten in that field. And back then, when it was this kind of shit, where a six of your kids would be able to get up there, and that's it. So it was more like you would have a conversation with someone you would ask them like hey you know where's your wife or something like that they would just look at your face they'd understand and it was something that everybody interacted with so it's just it's just more obviously you have much more of an iron shell or an iron heart that mm-hmm. kind of thing but it still was like you know in your own time you suffer with it it's damn it's a much harder thing yeah it's it's not fun obviously but well then they're like having babies while the other one is dying and it's just i don't they came up with an analogy in that episode i believe but i can't really think of anything that's similar so but yeah it was definitely more normalized that's wild yeah i'm glad we have medicine yeah thank god real medicine (laughs) i'm sure 50 years from now we're not gonna think it's real medicine anymore oh no we're we're i mean lobotomy just got out of the picture just got done it still (laughs) technically happens it still is yeah Yeah. it's awful and then we've got you know what i'm not gonna go down (laughs) that rabbit hole yeah we'll wait we'll wait until the middle east episodes (laughs) yeah that's that's an episode for sure okay so peter the second he comes into play his granddad and the Tsar emperor of russia did not like him so peter the great did not like peter the second oh shit okay he was orphaned young and kept in seclusion, like he was like, send him somewhere and keep him away. <laughs> and he really wasn't relevant until they wanted to keep a male in power and he was the last one. So they pull him out of the shadows and place him on the throne. And his reign was, eh, it was, it was fine. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. He didn't yeah. fix anything, right? Yeah. Basic. Oh, what did he do? Maybe he, maybe it wasn't good. <laughs> okay. Um, so serfdom had slowly been building into a full-on like slavery thing and many people would volunteer for military service in hopes of gaining status through the merit of their work oh god wait hold up are, you're not gonna tell me it's the same shit that we did where like hey you guys can you guys are slaves we're gonna help if you guys help us we'll give you some land and then they never gave him the land well no so they would follow through on that but what peter the second did was say Slaves don't get to join the military anymore. That just never makes any sense. Why do you not want people fighting for you? It's the same thing. You know, I'm not going to go into it, but it's the same thing. Oh, God. What? what yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, on top of making it so that serfs could not join the military and gain anything in their life, he also neglected the Navy, which was like, you know, his granddad's one of his big things. His yeah. granddad had done. Yeah. Then, in his younger years, he became an alcoholic. Fuck yeah, okay. He's just going hardcore in that direction. Party hard all day, every day. That's where he was. So, he moved the royals and state institutions back to Moscow. He's like, that's where I want to party. Fuck St. Petersburg, I'm out of here. Wow, okay. Well, it is the capital now, so I guess it's cool. Yeah, it really was like party hard all the time. Like, it was like Kiss, or what's the one... With the four guys, and they party, and they meet Ozzy, and he snorts the red fire ants by the pool. Motley Crue. I mean, there's Rolling Stones that go through my head. There's Motley Crue. The Beatles that go through my oh, head. Oh, no. I'm just giving you four. It's like four 80s. They did like that Netflix special. ACDC? Well, no, it might have been. Wow, we're Mickey really killing all of the like older that. people on this right now. Sorry. Uh. 
I don't know. I I'm don't not, know either. If if you gave me a name of a song, then I might be able to get it. But that's about it. Nope. I have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, Motley Crue. Anyways, partying, fighting, all of that jazz. It's like Marcus Aurelius's brother. Sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> But he ends up developing a crush on this gal named Ekaterina Dolgorokova. And she, like, he was just like, that girl across the room, I like her. Like, he he, he didn't talk to her much, but he had, like, a, like you know, he's a young kid. So, you know, he's, like, teens, and he's got a crush on this chick. Fuck yeah, dude. And... He's only going to live for, like, ten more years, so. Right. <laughs> well, the problem is that, like, her family, she was, like, the sister of one of his friends. And his family saw him, like, eyeing mm. her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm, did you say away to the throne? Marry her. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so they pressure him into marrying her, and they get engaged. And then once he actually is, like, getting to know her, he doesn't he's like, like it. Yeah, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah I can tell. Yeah, he loses interest. Whenever your family is, like, behind it, it's Right, as not, soon as they back it up, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> um, but he was still, he was pressured to keep the wedding plans moving forward. They were like, no, no, you said, this is Russia. You don't just pronounce your love for someone and say you should get married and then not get married. They're traditionalists. So, right. <laughs> so I wonder if they were old believers or new believers. But anyways. <laughs> and then in January of 1730, he was diagnosed with smallpox. And less than two weeks later, he died. And on the day he was supposed to marry Ekaterina, that's when he died. Oh, Fuck. So his family's just pissed. Oh, I'm just sure. Just peeing on the grave. I'm sure they're <laughs> like, fuck you, you couldn't have made it one more day. Uh, that being said, I feel like the gods were just watching the thrones back there. Yeah. You know? For like, sure. Nope. Nope. We're just, you're just going to have to die to keep that line of people out of the throne. Well, that's what, you, that's what they get. That's what they get. They pressured him into a marriage, and then they, fil- they fucking killed him. Mary for love. <laughs> yeah. That being said, you know, Catherine and Peter the Great, Catherine the First and Peter the Great. Yeah. They had like a real life love. Like oh, they I believe that. loved each other. I believe that. It was like well known. And the fact that that's a conversation that people were having meant that that was not usually the case. <laughs> well, and the fact that it got into books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, was, that's yeah. It was beautiful. But so he dies and all of that. And then his half cousin takes the throne. Anna Ivanovna, or probably Anna. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Get her up in here. Anna. So she picked right off where where Peter the Great left off. Big building projects, funding the Academy of Science. Not an alcoholic. Not an alcoholic that I know of. Fuck yeah. She founded the Cadet Corps. Space Cadets. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) What's the Cadet Corps? Well, it's so it's the CORPS. Is that core or cores? Uh, it's I, I always thought of it as core. Okay, so she founded the Cadet Corps, and uh, basically, so it it takes little boys starting at the age of eight and trains them for the military, which seems very dark and kind of definitely is. I'm However, okay with it because they don't live long, so you're kind of taking like a 25 year old into this. Right. Right. So he... I'm justifying this. No, I hear what you're Uh, saying, though, because at eight, they're like, well, that's half of his life expectancy. We got it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. So they pick him up at age eight and train them for the military. Here's where it's not as bad, okay? So yes, they're training them for the military with intense training, but also schooling 
about all the necessary stuff oh, that one God. needs to be good at military stuff, including at, like, higher ranks and stuff. Yeah. So, um, like, how to be good captains and generals and stuff like that. So, things that they need to know. Like, all of them can use a sextant, you know? Right. Look, I real quick, and I'm not going to give enough, but the little bit of Chinese history that I've gone through, I feel like this is just a thing that happened back then, all right? You, you just, just had to use kids? You just had to use kids. But that's why they are so good, because if that kid lives into their 30s, like, I don't, I haven't looked into Genghis Khan. Exactly. I haven't looked into Genghis Khan, but I assure you that if he was, like, fighting when he was eight, that's why he was so good. Because you have that extra amount of time to fucking smoke those stogies. You know, (laughs) I may only be 30, but I've been fighting for 26 years. God damn, that is that's so. Oh my god. God damn. Well, fuck yeah, these guys are metal. Let's go. Uh, the Cadet Corps eventually gets improved later. Um, well, right, this is the first iteration we'll get there. of it. Yeah. yeah. And then she also brought. Probably making it so that way eight year olds aren't drafted. Yeah, man, just. I don't even know. I, I could tell you a little bit. They they make the education portion a lot bigger. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then she brought the secret office of investigation back. Wait, uh, it came back. Yeah. So what, what exactly? Are we still thinking like this is Kremlin shit? So or, or I know I say back even though I haven't mentioned it before. Basically, the secret off of invest- office of investigation was um, either the terrible police that he used to do like the kind of genocide stuff that he did, you know, Ooh. where he killed all those people. Yeah. Um, did she improve it? it? It adapted over the years and became just like the leader's personal police to do dirty shit. Oh, okay. And so that's it, you know has been off and on and continues to be off and on later as well. Damn, okay. But it's kind of like CIA. Okay. Right, because the FBI is supposed to check our government, but the CIA is serving the government, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. So it's kind of CIA-ish. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can I can handle that. It, it personally, it serves her personal interests. Right. It's kind of gross, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? From the outside, her reign is looked at under a lens of progress, but from inside Russia, it's considered more of a dark time. And why is that? So, she was nicknamed Ivana the Terrible. (laughs) She, there was this, okay. There was this prince, his name was Mikhail, and he converted from Russian Orthodoxy to another religion to marry the princess that he wanted to marry. Right, right. But before he got to marry that girl, she made him, force him into being her her jester. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It gets worse. Because then she's like, okay, where's my ugliest maid? Oh, shit. Oh, God. And then, oh, no. She then, Dinner for smucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Then she makes him marry her ugliest maid. Yeah, dude. Oh. It still gets worse. 
To celebrate the wedding, she had a 30-foot-high, 80-foot-long palace made out of ice. Completely out of ice. The furniture was made out of ice. There was a fireplace made out of ice (laughs) with logs made out of ice. (laughs) The stairs were made out of ice leading up to it. Everything was made out of ice. I mean, in a way, I kind of really like that. It's, It's pretty cool. I mean, kind of, but then she put them in a cage and took them across town in an elephant, on an elephant. Oh, God. And was like, okay, you have to stay here for, like, you know, your honeymoon, your commencement. And uh, you're going to have to make love and cuddle to stay alive. Because we're talking... Wow, that is really fucked. Right, we're we're talking February in Russia. (laughs) And they had to... No, <laughs> no, that's so bad. Oh God! So really, she's just trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, but it's not just. It's like when you're playing with your food. Theatrical as fuck. <laughs> God damn. The uh, the the maid of the bride uh, went to a garden. Was like, here's a here's a pearl necklace. Could we have your deer skin? <laughs> And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so the only reason they survived the night was because... They were just hugging. Being, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All because he turned Catholic. That's so... For political reasons, too. Oh, my God. Not even God. just because he truly believed it or anything. Oh, man. Well, at least she got the good at core. I guess, yeah. I mean, it, it was a good thing that she established. And she still did build things. And, you know, there was construction, which is a symbol of growth, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, so she she was not very nice. And there's a bunch of other, like, awful things that she did. But none of them were nearly as interesting to me as that was. And No, you know, that was, yeah, that was great. Yeah. So, I mean, not, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. She, she I, was... I really hope that somebody painted a picture of that. Oh yeah, you can find you can find images of of it. It's God, great. You look like you have taken <laughs> some time into that. I mean, it's literally like they made a giant block of ice and then carved the building out of it. Like, there's no. And was that their cage then? Because no, there was a cage that they put on top of an elephant and right. made them have the marriage ceremony. Threw them in the cage that was on top of the elephant. Paraded them across town to where the palace was. Oh, and then kept them in the... And then tossed them in the palace. Yeah. God. In a giant ice cube. (laughs) Yeah, man. That is... Wow, that's some next level shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I cannot communicate the ice. Like, there's no fabrics. It's just ice. Oh, God. Yeah, now I'm picturing, like, you're barefoot. Well, you're naked. And then you have to, like, try to sleep. Well, and they're, like, slip and sliding even just to get up to the stairs to get inside. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, it was, the dedication to her cruelty was almost admirable. She went, she saw the the pyramids and was like, hold up. (laughs) Hold up. I love it. That's great. (laughs) Well, she died, as they all do. Good. Uh, I, I guess. I don't <laughs> she got what was coming to her. I would say so. Uh, she died from a kidney stone. Ooh, was, fuck. Okay. Yeah, God man. damn. Yeah. That's that's karma. I would say so. It was real slow. It was real slow. Like, she had weeks. So, But she Jeez. knew that she was going to go from it. So she tried to appoint 
her su- her successor as Ivan the Sixth. Okay, can we just <laughs> can we stop with the Ivans? Dude, there's so many. But he was a baby. <laughs> so she was trying to arrange to have her fuckboy be regent until he was old enough to like actually make decisions and stuff. Right. And people were like, you're fucking high. <laughs> um She's trying to get Cadet Corps even more optimized. <laughs> uh, so Peter the Great's daughter had a better claim to the throne. Good. And she wasn't a baby. And the people <laughs> liked her. So Elizabeth Petronova took the throne and threw Ivan in a dungeon. Fuck yeah. Ivan the Sixth. I feel like. Wait, 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 really wait. She put the baby in the dungeon? Yeah, the baby got put in there. I'm sure he had, like, you know, somebody to take care of him. But yeah. He shat on my hand. Get this baby out Get of here. Get this filthy mongrel out of here. <laughs> so Elizabeth Petrovna was one of the most popular Russian monarchs to date. Uh, she immediately was like, okay, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to execute people while I'm here. Amen. A fucking men. Yeah, so she did not execute a single person during her reign. She built a bunch of stuff. And she opposed Prussian policies, which people liked. Okay. She... I'm not... I was like, why... Do they have an issue with Prussian policy? Like, I was like, why Why is that a thing good enough to, like, become leader over? And so I did a, a, just a tick of research on it because I feel like it's kind of relevant to the whole reason we're even looking into Russia in the first place, which is, like, why do we have a problem with Russia? Oh, so it's like, so, why do you yeah, have a problem yeah. with Prussia? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So there wasn't anything, like, strictly political or anything happening at this point. Um... Really, what it looks like is before the mid-1800s or so, Russia was very, like, I don't give a fuck about Germany's goings-on and stuff like that. And Prussia was predominantly German. Okay. Um, But the people of Russia weren't a fan uh, of Germans moving east into Slavic and Russian territory. Right. And buying up property and eating up trade. And so it seems like it was just kind of a divisive topic in the populace and the courts. Kind of, I guess, how, like, maybe Mexico is. You know, like, half of the nation could give no shits and it's fine. And right. then the other half is, like, keep them the fuck over the border. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of like that, where somebody walking in would be like, I didn't know there was an issue with Mexico. I didn't know there was an issue with Prussia here. You know? Okay. But that's... That's what I understand the issue to be, is just that people feel like they're picking their stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Elizabeth brought an age of enlightenment to Russia. She pushed the University of Moscow to greater heights via making education free to all social classes. Hell yeah. But the serfs. Oh. So no slaves still. No slaves get to learn anything. But even the poor people get to, which is pretty cool. Um, I guess, yeah, that, that, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's still Better. a bigger spread than they were before. Better than what we got now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she um, did that, and then she modernized the roads, which I presume means they went from mud to stone Brick. blocks. Yeah. And she encouraged the growth and financed the establishment of the Imperial Academy of Arts. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. yeah. So, like, painting, dancing... That kind of stuff. You got it. Sweet. Yep. 
And then she led Russia through the two major European wars of the time. What successfully, were might I add. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were they? Uh, so there was two. One was the War of Austrian Secession. Okay. Which was triggered by... Okay. Both of these things kind feel of. like they were a little bit of a veer off of what we're trying to do, but I feel like it also influences a lot of things moving forward, so I did take some time and fine. flush I'm, them out. I would much rather get more, you know what I mean? That's so fair. Like... <laughs> than wish you knew. Yeah. Uh, so, the War of the Austrian Secession was triggered by the emperor dying without a male heir. People decided that they could take it. They were like, all right, we're going we're gonna to take Austria. All right. So, via force. Oh, so, yeah, Prussia okay. attacks without declaration of war, which is like a big no-no. Well, good for them, though. Prussia, from what I understand, doesn't really have a... They don't have a lot. They're south of Austria. I'm thinking Poland. My bad. I'm thinking Poland. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So Prussia is east of Germany, south of... Russia? Nope. The place that they... Austria. So it's Austria, and then below it is Prussia. And so they're like, we're going to do this without a declaration of war. Just for purview of what it means when you do something without a declaration of war, when we went and bombed Hiroshima and completely demolished half of Japan because they bombed Pearl Harbor. It was because we didn't receive their declaration of war before it happened. They did send one. Look it up. Wow. They sent a declaration of war. We just didn't get it quick enough? But because of logistics, it didn't show up until like two days after they bombed us. Wow. But by then it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, basically... Yeah. From what I understand, we were just already going to go into there. I think we were looking for an excuse, and that was great. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, that's the response that that was received via lack of declaration. That makes sense. Okay, so that's why this whole war erupts in the first place for this one, then. Yeah, so there's no declaration of war. Prussia goes in to take a bunch of stuff from Austria, and then France joins forces with Prussia. Oh, okay. Britain... Is like, well, we are kind of back and forth with France because we're similar in like size and power currently, and we don't want them to get too much power that's more than we have. Yeah, yeah. So they back Austria. Oh, okay, cool. Five years later, Prussia signs a treaty with Austria, keeping land that they took, but recognizing the lady heir of Austria as the new person in the throne. Just remember, the whole issue was that there was no male heir for Austria. Okay. So they let the female heir take it. Things were at a standstill for a while, while Austria and Prussia stare at each other down, you know. Uh, because, <laughs> I fucking hate you. I right. fucking hate you. Well, yeah, because they signed the treaty, but Austria still wants the land back that they took. Like, it's, it's um, motherfucker. Resource rich. Who is? The, the land that um The land that Prussia took from Austria has a bunch of natural resources in it. Oh, okay. So they want it back. Yeah, yeah. And so they're staring each other down because of that. And there's mounting pressure. But then the pressure between France and Britain is so great that France allies with Prussia to protect this place called Hanover from Britain. Oh, I've heard. I think I've heard of Hanover. You probably have because it's really important to the other war we're about to talk about. <laughs> okay. Kind of. I don't know. This whole thing, we're walking into a shit show. Okay. Hanover was... was just full of a lot of wars. You know, we look at them and we're like, God, look at them. They've got their shit together. Okay, but they went through it. Yeah, they they worked it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, God they damn. went through it. It's not like they haven't been there. So, Hanover. Hanover was kind of like a fort type deal, you know, like we have. And it was like a good strategic spot. And Britain took it. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Like, quietly. And so France was like, well, now I have to ally with people and, and kind of keep it in place so that I can, at the time, the right time, take it back. All right. So France allies with Prussia, then Austria, and then Russia backs Austria. So now everyone's attention is on something bigger. So Prussia and Austria and France and Russia, subsequently, yeah. are all on the same side. France is um, the blonde girl from Mean Girls. Oh, okay, okay. And then Russia, Prussia, and Austria are the three other ones, like, backing up the shit she's saying. Ooh, okay. That's what's happening there. All right, I got you. Oh, my God. But that whole thing where they all join sides with France... Right. ...is how Elizabeth and her diplomat solved the, the war that they were looking at with the War of the Austrian Secession. They solved it. Oh, okay. From Russia's Wait. point of view... They solved it. With a little bit of quotations there. Yes. I'm adding the quotations. In the books, it is not quoted in sarcasm. Oh, wow. Okay. They sincerely feel like they solved that problem. <laughs> okay. But it subsequently helped lead to the Seven Years' War. And what is this? War? Oh, my God. This is, this is the Oh, big my one. God. Okay. I just feel like I have to physically prepare myself for this. That's fine. Shit show. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So I just need to note that no one keeps their alliances for long through this whole story. For this entire seven years, or like. Yes. And Fuck. maybe all of Russia. I don't know. <laughs> oh that also being said, I want to note that more of my time was spent figuring out this war than anything else all week. Um. Yeah. That's wow. the response I needed. Thank you. <laughs> so, Seven Years' War. Oh, it seems to be stemmed from the French-Indian War, which I hope you maybe heard of a little bit because it is American history. Well, yes, I have heard of it. Okay, cool. So, uh, France and Britain be fighting over America is kind of what that war is, I guess. Right. Uh, also, Seven Years' War was actually more like nine. Anyways, global conflict. Yes. It's a global conflict. It's not in one place. It involves enough people that it is considered a global conflict. This is the first one. People often refer to the Seven Years' War as the First World War. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. okay. Then, yeah, I've heard of this shit. Well, it's not World War I. Uh, then I have not. Yeah, they refer to it as the First World War, but it's not World War One. Okay. It's just there's enough people that they're like, this should have been considered that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got the cold shoulder. Okay. Who did the natives back? In the French Indian War? Yeah. So they tended to back France, but three tribes backed Britain, mostly because France, like, left their shit alone. They had a bunch of land before we did, but they kind of just left it. They just used uh, spots for trading posts and things like that to help their trade move along through the area. Okay. They didn't utilize the land. They didn't take it from anybody. They were just like, hey... This is ours, but we understand you're here, and we don't really want to fuck with this right now. So we're just going to set up pit stops for our traders. Right. Is, is kind okay. of what they were doing. Yeah, I kind of figured that they were like, I thought they were more on the French side and that kind of shit. But they also were just kind of like there, where they're like, we don't really care who wins. We just want to make some money out of this shit. 
Yeah, so they just, yeah, they just, they, they, it was theirs. The hunting, the land, and the agriculture, they were still all for the natives. Yeah. That was, they were vibing on that. They were like, that works. But when British people would come in, they would take all the land for themselves and use it for their own farming and stuff. Because they also wouldn't even, like, realize that they were farming because they did agriculture, the natives did, way different than we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of just, like, ripping the fucking soil and planting whatever we want there, they were like, this grows here naturally. We will cultivate it to grow more of this here. You know, it was very natural. And so we'd walk in and be like, well, nobody's doing anything with this. And That's just... I, I love giving them free advertising. So, second shout out to Factually Podcast. They yeah. got a whole thing that goes into how we looked at the Native Americans and we're just like, you guys are fucking idiots. Let's bring some culture up in here. And they're just like, no, no, you don't. You don't build a You're city. You're stepping on my church. <laughs> LA should not exist. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. It kind of makes me wonder what it would have looked like if France had won it all. But anyways, that's bro, a spoiler. Bro, I would love it. If Spoiler Americans... alert! France doesn't win. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> oh my god! America. I wonder how different it would be though. I would love it if the native, if we would have just let the natives take over, that would have been fucking cool. Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Okay, but yeah. So then the British people would come in, and we'd take a bunch of their shit and do whatever we wanted with it. <laughs> okay. But French people were also usually trying to convert the natives so they'd like learn their language and generally make them feel like people and so so they were like yeah we want them to win so they back all but three tribes backed france and no i don't remember what the tribes were right now i think parts of the cherokee nation and two other ones i don't remember Um, they like stayed neutral i guess or they they backed the oh they most of the time they backed britain but there were portions of those three tribes that would stay neutral. Okay. They were like, this is not our fucking problem. We just want I mean, it is our problem because now you're having war on our land, but I don't want to do this. <laughs> so They just basically saw two people that were like yelling about who gets to have their land and they're like, I don't exist? Yeah, or like there's three siblings and two of them are fighting over the toy that's actually the third ones. God, you know? I fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> White people, man. Yeah. Britain wanted to expand west of the original 13 colonies right which the french owned british wanted more land for more space for their colonists because more colonists meant more trade which meant more wealth right france was concerned because if britain got too rich they may come for france's um actually valuable spaces because like i said they didn't really do anything with with the united states land they were like we're just using this as an ease of access point. Yeah, trades. But down in the Caribbean, where all the sugar was, Whoa. that was their valuable land. That's what their shit was. And they right, were Right, like, yeah, because Spain got a lot of shit. Spain I got don't some think shit I too. really looked at how much they had. But I guess I guess it was France, but but France got like I'm assuming like Cuba or or not maybe not Cuba, but like the what is that? What what all is down there? The Bahamas. Yeah, Dominican Republic, all that that little area. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. Yeah, those little islands right there. Which is really wild to me because I'm going to tell you the U.S. and France and Spain had sugar colonies. And right. I'm like, how fucking close were these colonies together? Like, dude. There's they not a lot of land there. They didn't get a lot of, like, along, I would assume. No. 
Absolutely not. So, but yeah, that was their concern. They were like, ooh, if Britain gets too much money, then they're going to come after our sugar. And that's a problem for us. So fighting began in Pennsylvania. That's where the first, like, war was, or the first battle was. And George Washington was involved in that battle. Like, first president, George Washington. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh. Uh, he's an idiot. I'm okay with calling him an idiot. I'm just going to put that out there. Fuck him. Well, he signed it. He signed. So we won that battle. And sorry, I was digging through my files in my head. Correct. Uh, we Correct. <laughs> I could we, tell. Yeah, we won that battle. And then France was like, okay, let's sign something so that we can retreat but do it all. Because somehow, like, I don't know. It's so weird how bureaucratic war is. You know? Like. Yeah. What do you mean you're going to go to war without a declaration of war first? You need to file this through the right fucking policies first. It's like, what the fuck? I know. It's, they're trying to, it, it's like they're trying to set rules for love. Right. It's, it's an arbitrary thing yeah. that you can't, you just let it go. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't. It's so don't weird how they try it. and shape it. Yeah. But so they have to sign this piece of paper saying, yeah, this is what happened. We got our asses kicked. <laughs> But in the paperwork, it says that they that George Washington assassinated this like high-ranking officer that was there in the battle, who just died in the battle with a bunch of other people. But there's a difference between dying in battle and assassinating right. someone. Yeah, and they they did it so that they could create propaganda and be like, "Look at these fucking British pricks." Oh, the fake news stuff. Yeah, fake news shit. Damn. The rumor mill. No, but um, <laughs> but he, George Washington had a translator, and he said that the translation he received was that it was that he had died, not that he had assassinated him. Oh, so he okayed it. Yo, yeah, he signed that paperwork. Damn. He signed a thing proclaiming he assassinated that high-ranking officer. 100%. God, what an idiot. I can't read it. Fuck it. <laughs> Stop my language. So, right, he's an idiot. Oh, I love it. I love it, though. I can't blame... I'd do the same. Ugh, okay. Oh, I got a tattoo. <laughs> they told me that it's uh, sunshine and rainbows. Oh, dude, right, yeah! <laughs> they told me it's love or water or some shit. Okay. <laughs> Back to battles. So, the fighting began in Pennsylvania, then in the Caribbean, because the British had a couple sugar colonies there, but the French had more. And then Spain got involved because they also had some sugar colonies. Yeah, I said Spain on accident. Yeah, but I knew you know that they were business. down there. Yeah, yeah. Then France and Britain start fighting in West Africa because mm, trade again is trade. It's, oh. it's all trade. This whole thing is because of trade. <laughs> trade, <laughs> trade, uh, trade. West Africa had gum Arabic, which is good for candies and other things. And then so it's all. Yummy. It all seems to be luxury resources too. Sugar, gum Arabic for candy, you know. Well, yeah, the expensive stuff. Right, the stuff that makes life worth living. Mm-hmm. Then they start fighting in India, sort of. This is some... I, I My brain just, like, exploded going through this portion. So fighting in India actually started via corporations that wow. had their own armed forces. That terrifies me. Dude, right. I don't want a corporation to have that. You know, like, Walmart... Battling Amazon. <laughs> We're under the illusion that that hasn't happened. I don't know. It's just. Oh my God. Yeah. The, like how we many think it's new. Died? Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Like we think it's new. But it's been going on since before the US was actually ever. Here's a company for you. Are you ready? 
Yeah. The East India Trading Company. I've heard Does that this, ring bells. It, I've heard it in the grapevine. Through the grapevine, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. But I have absolutely no idea what it is. It was East India Trading Company's tea that we threw into oh, the shit. Boston Harbor. Oh, okay. So that's why it's. I'm uh, pretty sure it's a big thing then. Yeah, because we didn't like just 90%. piss off. We didn't just piss off Britain. We pissed off like a fucking corporation. a huge mogul. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it reaches to China, which means that. In this current country that I'm reading about right now, we're sitting here discussing it, and when we're deep, knee-deep in your China stuff, we're going to talk about the East India Trading Company again. If only briefly, but that's how big it is. Because things aren't that big that early, you know? Like, yeah. That's literally worldwide reach. It was the first Amazon or Walmart. That's fucking nuts. Anyways. Okay, well, we looked into that, and <laughs> wow, that is fucked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, East India Trading Company. Fun stuff. Um, anyways, so the East India Trading Company basically executed a coup that put a new Moab, which is a prince, uh, in power. Yeah, right? I think so. Uh, in power, and that prince signed a treaty placing Britain in control of their colonies and therefore the trade of silk and cheap cotton. Oh, no. Silk, another luxury. Yeah. You know? Good God. Well... I'm happy we're not doing Britain anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to change my whole, like, view I have of them, which yeah. currently is pretty up there, you know? Like, they're cool. They got their stuff together way better than we do. Not not like Sweden, but way better than we do. I think it's, you know what? You said it earlier, but it's the whole... They're older than we they've, are. Yeah, everybody's older than us. They've done their shit. But when we go back into their history, it's just going to... It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. So, France loses. There's a treaty signed in France in 1763. It limited French control in the Caribbean, India, and North America, but it did not remove them. It just limited their ability to grow in those countries. Britain... Okay. Yes. Britain attained Maine in the treaty and sent all the French Acadians living there to Louisiana. Wait. So, that's why Louisiana has French speaking people okay that's That's why louisiana is the way it is that's weird right okay (laughs) the discoveries are just yeah yeah, it's very exciting i just i i'd love that we get to learn a little bit of american history into this little thing (laughs) well and get this i think if it wasn't for this war we would have never had independence no. Well, and we definitely wouldn't have had as big of a country, too. Right? Because in this one, isn't this where Napoleon does the whole thing and all that kind of stuff? I think Napoleon's way dead by now. <laughs> okay. So, I haven't okay. heard about him in a while. So, I think he's gone. Because I heard about him for a while while I was doing research and stuff. I haven't heard about him for a while. So, a couple of generations. It, I guess, if that's the case, then. So, real quick, Louisiana is a state at this point, then, right? It's not. Because I remember the Louisiana Purchase. It's not... I think it's just a territory. Because, I mean, Louisiana Purchase, were we already independent at that point? No. Okay, well, I don't well, know. Well, maybe. maybe. I guess, yeah, because the 13 colonies took it over. I don't know. We don't know shit. I'm not sure <laughs> yet as far as... I don't know when the Louisiana Purchase happened. I can tell you what r- roughly what year it is right now. It's like 1768, 1770. So, no, we haven't, but we're uh, doing the war pretty close to that. I know that. Yeah. We're getting close. 
Oh, yeah. Like, when I say that the Seven Years' War led to the War for Our Independence, I mean, like, it directly led to it. Damn. Okay. Here's why. Britain almost doubled its national debt during the war with France and other weird things that I'll get into Oh, we saw an opportune time. No, this is why we got pissed off. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't even an opportunity thing. So they doubled their national debt during the war, and Parliament decided that we made perfect place to make up for it in paying the extra taxes. Right, like, we're far away. They don't have to, like, you know, the people that are right around your castle... If you start fucking with them, them yeah, they don't, they'll blow it up. But the people that are far away, well, they're far away. They're not going to fuck with us. Oh, yeah. I mean, they owe us everything. They are with a bunch of savages. They're just on the coast. They haven't settled a lot of land. They're running out of land currently with the populace they have. And they rely on everything that we send them to live. They should, they should pay the extra because it's costing us a lot. And it costs us a lot to keep those colonies for them. All right. Well. So the increase, the wild increase in taxes to offset the doubled national debt they had is what triggered us in the first place to seek independence. So how does Russia, to give back to Russia. Okay, it's funny, (laughs) you just really have good time. So aside from the back and forth between Britain and France being in three different continents, this is a global engagement because of Russia, France, Prussia, and Austria being involved in honestly an unrelated conflict. It's this, it's unrelated, okay? Like, it's all included as the same thing. It's unrelated. So. They, did, they didn't agree on some shit? As soon as fighting happens between France and Britain, Austria takes half of Prussia. Remember, Prussia just took half of Austria. <laughs> okay. So, they've been waiting because yeah. they wanted their ship back. Yeah. So, they go and they take half of Prussia. Then France takes Hanover back from Britain. Cool, I I guess. Then moves forward towards Prussia while it's under attack. They're like, well, maybe we can take some more. Wow, so this is like the end of Prussia. (laughs) So getting close. It sounds like it. Everybody's like, hey, this is a. Their guys are fucked. Okay. So then Russia takes some territories to the east that are kind of unrelated. It's not Prussia or Austria. <laughs> They're just like, well, fuck it. Everybody's grabbing shit. We'll go. Nobody's so looking over here. Stuff. Yeah. So they take some, some territories to the east, and then Britain takes Hanover back from France. Hell yeah. Again. Good, good job, I guess. <laughs> Russia <laughs> and Austria join military forces and take Prussia by storm. Wow. Prussia sends everything they have. And Austria and Russia wipe it out, and they can, not literally, but figuratively, it's just straight to the capital from there. Wow. They've so cleared the way, <laughs> chugga-chugga-choo-choo, gonna knock that shit out, right? That's what you would think. <laughs> <laughs> no. So wait, did Turkey take over? Okay. I'm just trying to think of who's south of them. No, Turkey doesn't come into play. So Well, good good for Turkey. Maybe I just, it's so ridiculous to me. So they took down all the barriers, barriers between them and Berlin. And then they had disagreements, so they didn't move forward. <laughs> what, what did they disagree about? I don't know. Oh. I spent <laughs> so long trying to find out. 
but I nobody kinda, told me. I kind of like it. I like the what's in the box staying as what's in the box. I looked in Russian history. I looked in Prussian history. I looked on YouTube. I looked everywhere. Did you try Reddit? Oh, I didn't try Reddit. That would have been a good way Maybe, to go. Because I was just thinking that the other day where I was like, man, we could probably, instead of... Well, I mean, to if anybody is listening to this and you actually know your shit with whatever country we're doing, like, we would love the interview, okay? Just throw oh, that yeah. out there. But the next closest thing is if we went to, like, a Russian collective. Reddit. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad idea. Because they would know. I'll, you know what, I will take some time and maybe come back next week with some information about it. I'm not going to guarantee anything because I could not find, uh, literally everywhere was just, they had a disagreement and didn't move forward. Well, and we, like I said, even if you don't, or if you do, just, just keep that little bit of salt on the steak. Okay. (laughs) Um, Elizabeth dies during the war. Fuck. And Peter III takes over. But he signs a treaty because he likes Prussia and doesn't want to jack them up. And he also doesn't want to be at war. He's like, that's complicated. I'm not. I don't want to do that. Fair enough. On the subject of Elizabeth dying, she's unwed and has no kids. So she chooses her nephew Peter to take the throne. He's converted to Russian Orthodoxy. Elizabeth marries him to a princess named Sophie, who is then also converted to Russian Orthodoxy and given the name Catherine. While she's still alive, Elizabeth has the best tutors assigned to Peter III, because he, like, was not taught a whole lot or anything like that. Right. He can't even speak Russian. Like, they're like, we need to educate this poor lad. (laughs) In the late 1750s, she starts to get dizzy spells. They give her medication that, well, they prescribe her medication. She refuses to take it. And then she has a stroke, and she dies on Christmas. Oh, no. And not our Christmas, not... not but on Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, Orthodox Christmas. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like December 16th, I think. Oh, yeah. well, okay. It's Christmas for them. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. She died on Christmas. Fuck. I know, it's really sad. So, Peter Third, he could hardly speak Russian, which I noted, and had a pro-Prussian view for policies. Yay. Wait, I forgot one of my favorite things about Elizabeth. What's she up with her? She would hold metamorphosis balls, which were cross-dressing parties. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Hell yeah. Dude. All the dudes had to come in as ladies. All the ladies had to come <laughs> in as dudes. And people, like, later that were involved in the courts and stuff were asked about her metamorphosis parties and... The way I uh, envision it is, like, they're being interviewed, you know, on, like, a reality-type thing. And they're like, yeah, man, I think that she just looked really good in drag <laughs> and looked really good in dude's clothes because she was really tall. Yeah. And she needed an excuse to dress that way and look fabulous. And so she had to make everybody else cross-dress. And so we were all stuck around feeling like assholes, but she looked great. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're a queen. I love what that. are you going to do? I love that. Yeah. Anyways, I absolutely love that for her and did not want to finish passing her up without sharing that information. I agree. Back to Peter III. Uh, so he's an unpopular leader because of the pro-Prussian stuff and he can't even speak Russian. Uh, he did some cool stuff in his six-month Oh, Prussian. Reign. He was pro-Prussian. Prussian. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. The German-esque country that they're not fans of. Yeah. Um, 
he only had a six-month reign, but he did some cool stuff while he, he was there. He claimed religious freedom for everybody. Cool, I guess. And supported education. Okay, that's really cool. He got rid of the secret police. That, Yay! That thing that Ivana brought back. Right, the Corps. The Cadet Corps. <laughs> yeah. No, um... Oh, what, it wasn't Cadet Corps? The, no, the secret police. The, what is it? Investigation. Something about Aha, investigation. Secret Office of Investigation. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. So, he, he got rid of that. I told you, off and on, all the time. <laughs> okay. And then he made it so that one could not kill their serf without first going to court. So you have to go to court to kill your servant now. That's... life. I guess that's good. Technically that... improvements, I guess. Jim Crow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he was dumb and tried to make the Orthodox Church more Lutheran in practice and threatened to disband the royal guards. So his wife and the cards did a coup. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was um, dis... I don't know. I might have asked... Disposed? You. Yeah, deposed. Why was he disposed? Deposed. I'm sorry. It, I love saying disposed. He was disposed. Well, he was also disposed. disposed. What is that from? That's from like a fucking cartoon or something like that. Man, I don't know. We, I think it's SpongeBob. We referenced so many of them from SpongeBob that my <laughs> assumption would be that it's SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, but so Peter III was deposed by his wife. And deposed is a coup. It's... it's being forcefully removed via violence from your post. So no choice in the matter. Correct. All right. Yeah. And that wife bitches was Catherine the Great. For real this time. So, oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, this was great. Yeah. So, you know, I was a little worried. I don't know why. I was very nervous. Oh, my God. My sources. I wrote them down. I'm not going to forget this time. Oh, yeah. So my sources for today's uh, bit was Elizabeth, Empress of Russia by Tamara Tabit Rice, Encyclopedia Britannica, Wiki on All Sorts, Russian Czars, The Rurikids and the Romanovs by Boris Ivanovich and Tonov, and then in reference to the wars, the Seven Years' War and the Secession, the Austrian Secession War, uh, NationalParkService.org. <laughs> <laughs> Crash Course World History by John Green on YouTube. That guy's great. If you haven't checked him out, you should. He's fun. This was good shit. I'm excited for Captain the Great. Finally, I'm so excited. I have had tabs up for two fucking weeks on my computer with Catherine the Great stuff <laughs> that I haven't even let myself read yet because I knew if I started, I'd be like, fuck this other shit that's between me and her, you know? Yeah. So, but I just have this little group tab with like four different things. And one of them's like 10 things you didn't know about Catherine the Great. And I'm like, I'm fucking, so excited. Fucking so, hell. Yeah, we'll come back with Catherine the Great next week. Real quick. Oh, what's it called? A plug or whatever the fuck. Okay. All right. If you want to find me, you can find me at I am the Johnny Five on sub, uh, like I, mainly on Reddit. All right. But I also do a little bit of Twitch shit. So you can find me there too. I just kind of stream chess and shit like that. That totally makes sense. We yeah. should definitely be doing clubs. Yeah, I just realized that there's no intro, so yeah. maybe, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me almost anywhere that you're going to find me. It's going to be Cat Eater with two R's, C-A-T-E-A-T-E-R-R. -R. Um, that's not what it is on Twitter. I don't know what it is on Twitter. I'll figure it I out. I don't have it. I, I just want, you know, I just gave the shit that I wanted to do. Like, I don't want people finding me... For the most part. <laughs> but that's my Reddit. That's my... Yeah, if they find me one place, they're going to find me everywhere. Because that's that's my... 
Xbox, Reddit, Twitter isn't that, uh, Facebook is that, uh, all of Instagram is that, right. all of it, all of it. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye.